Hey, everybody. Welcome to What Are You Doing in Denmark, the podcast that helps you make Denmark make sense. We're back talking more about what it's like being a trailing spouse living here in Denmark. My name is Derek, and I've been doing that since 2017. Oof. <laughs> and I am Annie. I've been doing it since 2019. I feel like we've got the hang of it. Yeah. yeah. It's uh it's never uh it's never easy. You're still always kind of the trailing spouse, yeah. but uh that's a good thing. That's and a good thing. Yeah. We're going to let everybody know today why it's a good thing. Yes. And they're not alone. I often I, I grew up with friends that maybe had immigrant parents and now I am that immigrant mom that right. I'm like Hey, son, go in there and you place the order for us because they're not going to ask you what a million times. And, you know, like you're yeah. going to be able to convey things more clearly. And I, don't, I never like put that off on my kids. But, you know, if, if they feel comfortable doing it, I'm like, you go ahead. It's going to be faster for you than for me. And, 100%. you know, I'm now I'm that like immigrant mom that they have their friends over and they're like, she's weird. She doesn't <laughs> speak our language, you know, and I'm like. Can do take Dean Sko a you know yeah and they're like well you know no I know it's funny because yeah I had friends who were immigrants or children right. of immigrants growing up too right right and I I remember times where I never I never judged them or judged no. their parents or anything yeah. like that but like this is different <laughs> but I remember later than being in high school yeah. and a friend of mine saying like yeah I sometimes feel odd. Yeah. Having, I, I used to be very self conscious about people meeting my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want uh, because they have accents and mm -hmm. they dress in. Um, he was Indian American and yeah. and just because my mom dresses differently than your mom. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't always bring people exactly. over right away. Yeah, and things like that. And I it was it just to me felt wow. Like, wow, I, I that's never. Not that was not my experience. Never something considered. Yeah. But it now gives me a lot more empathy seeing mm. friends of mine right. with their kids here. Right. And so much respect, Similar. you know, so much respect for um, just expats and immigrants all yeah. over the world, really. Yeah. yeah but my kids, um, I, I wonder what their experience is like as, you know, just kids in this modern world, because a lot of times I'll go pick them up from school and they're like, oh, who never thought? TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's so you know? cute. Yeah. 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 So like, I think I'm like, is that bad? Is that good? I'm not sure. Oh, right. Anytime like teenagers are pointing and laughing at you, it's a terrifying experience, <laughs> but I just pretend that it's cool. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's my kid. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. another layer of it. <laughs> it's another layer. What a yeah. global world we live right. in. You know, yeah. it's so interesting. So how was it for you finding community, making friends? What was that like for you? Because sometimes as a mom, it can be so easy. Um, making a friends as an adult, I always found to be quite difficult. But then as soon as I had my kids, it was like, oh, there's a mom friend. There's a mom friend. Sure. You relate on so many things. So I can understand that as an adult, like without that, uh, you know, buffer of a child, you know, <laughs> you can borrow some of mine if you ever right. want to. Just to, just send just to meet some people. You know, yeah. <laughs> but no, you have a great community here and I'm so curious yeah. how you went about that. And it takes so much putting yourself out there and bravery. So I have so much respect for that. Anyway, so 100%. tell me about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it, it, I think that's such a, a key part mm -hmm. of, of that adaptation. Mm. I think it's really important for trailing spouses to especially find their own community. I at one point did Danish lessons in the evening Cute. and that was great. Um, and Mike and I were in the same class, which was also oh. nice. Um, but I did one module 
during the day mm-hmm. uh, later on. And that was great because then I met people that were in a similar situation where yeah. they had the same hours as me. So we yeah. could practice, we could go to lunch, we could do things that yeah. I, you know, ju- just having people that were around all day, that alleviated some yeah. of th- me not having anyone around during the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something, um, I say this all the time, there's this reason that... Um, moms often get addicted to their phones scrolling social media because like when they're alone with their kids it sends off this signal in their brains that they're in danger and i think that just anytime we're alone without another adult face it kind of signals that we're in danger we need something you know um, and so then when you're on your phone scrolling, you see another adult face and you're like, okay, everything's okay. Uh-huh. You know, so there's just something so valuable about just having another adult around you. Yeah. I, I love children and I obviously want to be surrounded by children at all times, but you just sort of need also that like, you know, safety adult with you, even one, you know? So I understand what you mean by saying like, I just needed some people around yeah. me during the day. Yeah. It's so in- Humans are so interesting yeah. in that way. Yeah. We're not meant to be alone no and when you do move abroad yeah you are very alone and yeah. sometimes the only person you really have to lean into is your partner yeah which can make this trailing spouse experience yeah. like you said they're really tired because they're, they're going through so much too yeah and i i still am just kind of like sorry about all <laughs> my husband had to go through managing you know my emotions and starting at this new job not it wasn't a new job but you know providing for our family yeah which is not an easy task either. It's just so interesting how individually both of those roles can be so challenging. But when you like sort of overcome these obstacles together, and I think it's going to be constant little obstacles here and there, the sort of fruit that you see in your relationship is so valuable. And I just, I'm so thankful for that too. We just celebrated our 10 year wedding anniversary. We're like, we did it. You know, like we're doing it. And we were sort of joking about how like the first 10 years were all about like, you know, having our kids, getting those Mm. kids here on earth, you know, and then the move sort of presented itself. And now we're like, hopefully we can just enjoy life, you know, but you know how life is. It's always changing. So we'll see what happens, you know, but yeah. I think it's been, it's been equally really strengthening for us too. And I think again, these things, the, the communication, the having mm-hmm. having resources, making other connections really helped. But th- yeah. above all, like it's really, you do have to lean into each other. Yeah, yeah. And we always have had sort of this uh, mantra that we adopted yeah. in our relationship oh. that especially has been very formative. Like these, these years of living abroad together, it's yeah. really been a big part of our relationship, which is 100-100. Yeah. And meaning that like it's never 50 50, yeah, right? Especially right? for a trailing spouse. Oh my gosh. So you're going to feel inadequate. You're going to feel like, oh, it should be 50 50. I'm not providing 50% of the wow. income. I'm not doing 50% of the things around the house. I'm not doing 50% of the childcare. Oh, mm. like my partner now has this job that's even more and yeah. I'm doing even less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's very much how I felt at times. But then mm. we really always lean into this idea of it's a, it's not 50-50. It'll never be 50-50. No. It just has to be 100-100. Yeah, yeah. You give 100% of what you can that day. Right. Oh. And that's all. That's so And valuable. I'll give 100%. And my 100% is going to be different than your 100%. Mm-hmm. My 100% today may be different than my right. 100% will be tomorrow. Right. As long as you're giving 100%, that's all that this yeah. relationship yeah, needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. And sometimes that 100% is... 
you know, self-care in the form Getting of Getting like, out of bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or sometimes staying in. I have days right. where I'm like, I need to go back to bed and yes. that's okay. That yeah. is, a, you know, if you're sick or whatever it is, I think that's something that COVID taught us. Just Very much. take a day yeah. and that can be a hundred too. And that's such valuable advice. I really love yeah. that. And I think uh, having like a mantra and like a mission statement yeah. in your in your relationship is so valuable and so necessary actually. And the self-care is so important. Yes. In this role as a trailing yeah. spouse because yeah. my weakest moments like yeah. where I had those breakdowns were when I didn't even realize how how far gone I mm-hmm. was <laughs> because I'm looking at things like this should be fine yeah I'm I'm having some time of, of not working that's, yeah yeah that should be that, I should be happy did you ever get people say things like oh you're so lucky oh, yeah. yeah and you're like all the time you try it and sometimes <laughs> you know but it's funny too because I think that that would come up sometimes where we would, you know, meet new people and say, mm-hmm. like, chat with people at a at, at a cocktail bar or at, a, at an event that we were at. And somebody would say, oh, well, what are you doing? And I would yeah. say, like, oh, well, you know, we moved here for Mike's job. I'm not. Do-. That was such a, like, yeah, social anxiety moment for yeah. me. Yeah. And sometimes people would harmlessly joke around and say something like, oh, so you're the, the, the trophy husband right now or things like that. that. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Oh, no you don't idea. even know like what a yeah. like triggering <laughs> comment like that mm-hmm. would be for me because I'd be like, you have no idea that I applied for six jobs this week, right? And did Just it didn't in even hear anything a you know? job and didn't hear anything back. I yeah. did it in a job. I applied for jobs that in my home country I would be overqualified for, right? Right. That are not things I particularly want to be doing, right? And I'm getting rejection, 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 right? So <laughs> on top of all the tiny little micro humiliating yes. experiences yes. from day to day that just right. like strip you of your dignity. Like I don't even know how to do laundry. <laughs> I apply right. for jobs that. <laughs> Right. And, and no, I'll I, never I, forget. Thank you for diminishing me. Further. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now I'm just a piece of ass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just the, your statement that you made that one time of like, I don't even know how to read. I'm like yes. 35 years old. Yes. <laughs> it's so true. It's funny. Uh, but at the same time, it's also just like, wow. And it was never so meant. And then, uh, yeah, it was never meant to beat me down. But sometimes it's like, yeah. you don't know where somebody is. Yeah mentally no exactly <laughs> and um and that can be that's just that part of navigating tough. the human experience right oh, yeah. what a thing what a oh, thing yeah. and there, yeah there's something about like the the trauma that you go through with your spouse it, it i feel like we're just bonded forever in some oh, ways yeah. And it reminds me of like you know if you maybe have like a traumatic childhood and have a sibling that you're just like I know you, yes. you know, I got you forever, you know, <laughs> we've done it's this like thing that. that very few people. Exactly. Yeah. So together. Yeah. It, it, so it's a gift in that way. And in so many ways, again, I just want to like emphasize what a privilege it is. And I don't mean to gaslight myself or anybody else that might be having a hard time, but um, I just don't want to come off as ungrateful or yeah. minimize anybody else's experience, Absolutely. you know, like. Yeah, it yeah. can be. It can be. You know, we we may have done this um, thing with mm. a lot of help, with a lot of resources, yeah. and from a point of privilege. But that also doesn't mean that it's simple and easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent. It's not just Annie and I experiencing trailing spouse life. In this next segment, we're going to dive into a trailing spouse story from one of our listeners. Follow Weighted Pod. That's W A Y D I D P O D and your hosts on Instagram so that you can contribute directly to the conversation as well. We'll post requests for your stories and questions as we plan future episodes, plus you'll get behind-the-scenes content and a sneak peek at upcoming guests and topics. 
Those links are in the show notes and description, and we can't wait to continue this conversation with you on social media. Today, we are sharing some listener experiences about being a trailing spouse. Uh, This is from April, and 10 years ago, she moved to Copenhagen from Minnesota when her husband got his dream job at KU. That's Copenhagen University, right? Exactly. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. so she shared uh, some very relatable things that, of course— She feels like for her family, it's been great. They have a much better work-life balance. But one great struggle is sort of the the integration and building a network. They still haven't kind of gotten that robust network that they had in the U.S. um, back in Minnesota, even after 10 years of living here. And she thinks part of it could be because of uh, the language. So he works primarily in English. Mm. And for her career, uh, she really had to dedicate herself to learning Danish. She's a physical therapist. So, yeah. So I know anybody that comes in that kind of field or from that kind of background really needs Danish and the the professional Danish for, for their field. So, of course, she... Dove right into Danish during that period when she wasn't working, like mastered it, but he still hasn't. And then uh, she kind of feels like it's a a tough balance because she wants him to get better at Danish to kind of expand their network. Mm. Uh, But he's already really busy with (laughs) his dream job. Yeah. And yeah, and that's been sort of a struggle. Yeah, yeah, them. I can totally relate to that because it's just not on my husband's... He he really wants to learn Danish similar, yeah. but it's just not on his radar. It's not necessary for his job and his yeah. job is his life right now. Man, how do you go about that in terms of their network? Um, so they're in Copenhagen? Yes. Yeah, and it, it can be really hard and this is something that I struggle with also. You don't want to fall like solely into the like only having expat friends yeah. thing, but it can be so easy and, you know... I think it is so valuable as well. Like we had a conversation recently talking about how there is pressure like, oh, but do you have any Danish friends? Yeah, oh, yeah, are you meeting Danes? Yeah. And like, I think it kind of goes both ways. Like you know that yeah. it is a bit more challenging. Danes have a very like full schedule, yeah. may have like a full plate of friends and yeah. I think there's a little truth of the stereotype of it's yeah. it's hard to make yeah. Danish friends, and, and that's, that's fine. Okay. That's fine, then exactly. Fine, pe- but also you're you should look for friends who want Community. new friends, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like it's weird how like I feel like making friends with Danes has almost become like a almost like fetishized. Like you're like trying to collect yeah. these Danes, yeah. and I'm like, like like the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Like, Gotta catch and them it's all. Like, yeah, there's a. I had the privilege, like I said, of being a mom. Um, and making these mom friends, but even still social media has been such a tool, um, to find a community here. And, you know, maybe some of them are Danes, maybe some of them are fellow expats. Maybe some of them are people from other international communities that have Danish partners, which I've found to be so valuable. I've learned so much about Danish culture and felt more integrated into Danish culture, sort of having that like in through another American friend that maybe has a Danish spouse that is willing to sort of like clue me into how to do certain things. So I'm really grateful for that. I think so too. I think like a lot of my Danish friends are people that have international mm. um, partners. Yeah. And I think, true, they're going to be more open to and more in tune to your needs. Yes. I don't know that language is really, of, of course, it's easier to get closer with somebody when you can mm. speak their language fluently and yeah. really share like your thoughts and 
deep deeper feelings mm. in their language. Do I, you think that will ever happen? <laughs> for me, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I also think there, there's a little bit of acceptance, not just in maybe yeah. my language skills, but also in the fact of I, I'm very, I feel very fulfilled with the friend group that I have. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like I need to have a certain number of Danes in right. in the mix, but that wasn't always the case. I definitely totally. felt pressure to, oh, I don't, but how will I meet Danish friends? And, yeah. you know, you hear all of these things like find them where they are, join a club, mm. do these things. And one, that is a lot of time investment. Yeah. And um, secondly, it also requires that they still want to have more friends yeah and, yeah yeah and the people who live here that are native anywhere you move are going to have a pretty full social calendar right. already you know they've been booked up since they're booked, yeah, you know like yeah. they're, they're, so like even making danish friends in a city like copenhagen you're probably going to find that there are people who move from other parts of denmark that's so true yeah right mm -hmm. so it's like if you move from yulin to copenhagen yeah you're also going to be looking yeah. for new friends yeah but they also may be friends who then go back to uh, their hometown that's on the true. weekends quite a bit. Oh, so so I think it's totally fine to yeah. expand your network in any Yeah, Danish, direction. international in any way. Just good friends. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm, you know, maybe she's meaning more of a professional network. Mm. Um, I don't know. I found like Copenhagen, fortunately, is such an international city, yeah. honestly, that... Um, of course, there's so much value to knowing Danish fluently, and I wish I was at that level. Again, I don't know if I'll ever be able to fully express myself how I'm able to in English. I, I don't want to sell myself short on that. But, um, yeah, I think that it's possible to navigate networks, friends, professional life in decent danish so yeah. it sounds like she's ahead of the game already yeah so that's cool go april yeah go april and she, she also had some other advice on that note as oh, far cool. as danish maybe she feels like her danish isn't perfect and she gets a lot of mm. comments about her accent and dane's commenting on the way she pronounces things oh, so she's fluent. and she's still even after 10 years even though she is fluent um yeah. It gets her down. Yeah. I feel like we just need to put out a, a PSA. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and, and maybe this will come with time because I feel like, um, you know, Denmark being more international, Copenhagen being more international is maybe not new, but somewhat. And people are not so used to hearing people speak with accents, but maybe yeah. that's something that will come over time. Um yeah, Danes, just be patient with us. We are trying. I, I have mm. found, like, I will go to a coffee shop and maybe, yeah, it's like a 22-year-old working, and they'll let me speak fully in Danish. And they are, like, that. going with it and understanding me. So maybe the younger generation has a bit more elasticity there. And that's that's cool. So it might just be a patience thing on on all sides. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. It's tough, it's, yeah. It's tough hearing other people speak yeah. with, with an accent. Yeah. Even though many people speak English with all kinds of different accents, yeah. even Americans from different yeah. regions. Oh, yeah. We were I'm just talking about this last night. Yeah. Have like you watched a, the new Fargo? No. Oh, it's good. Oh, yeah. yeah that, with that, Juno Temple. That accent can Oh, my be, gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, sounds almost Irish sometimes. <laughs> so weird. But, yeah, I, I feel like... 
you know, if maybe if she was feeling spicy, you know, she could point out some of the accent issues that Danes have no shade, but it's just, <laughs> you know, things get mixed up naturally as they do when somebody speaks a language that's not native to them. You know, I have Danish mom friends saying, oh, my baby's really fuzzy today. Talking about how they're fussy. Or, oh, right. Yeah. Like I, I went to the movie or no, you know, like I went to my friend's house. It was really funny instead of it was fun, you know, oh, like, sure. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I would never be like, what you know i have a friend who told me that his partner Uh, is very homely oh yeah like oh the apartment but meaning they like to be like a homebody yeah yeah homely means like not very attractive yeah yeah. i hear people saying that a lot no she's she's gorgeous she's beautiful she just likes to be at home (laughs) don't say that yeah she's just cozy okay yeah don't don't call her homely yeah yeah yeah, the little mix of yeah yeah I, now I, that I would explain to somebody like, oh, no. yeah, and just I, so you know. Yeah, that's a good call. But it can be frustrating when everything you say is picked apart. Picked apart. Yeah, exactly. It, it really feels like you're not. Um, yeah. It can be discouraging. It can be discouraging. And so exactly. maybe maybe April just needs a little bit of uh, we, we're right there with you. Yeah. Uh, stick with it. And be and direct, too. Yeah, be know? direct. Yeah, tell them. I don't yeah. like when you correct my dance. Yeah. It makes me not want to speak to you. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I think say. that's valid. Yeah, no. I have noticed. Uh, I feel like Americans, in periods of confrontation, it can be very uncomfortable. And you're not always met with um, an even leveled person or like a level-minded person in response but a lot of times like if a dane has called me out on something and i'm like oh well i'm calling you back out on something they're like oh yeah right okay because they want to know <laughs> ultimately they want to it's so interesting if they're doing something to upset you absolutely they want to know that's so interesting yeah. they'd rather they'd rather you be honest and upfront i think i okay. find in most cases okay okay that's good to know but yeah hang in there april and we really appreciate you sharing your story and and letting us know and we appreciate all of you for listening and make sure that you are following subscribed and all the things because next week we'll be back with our friend and friend of the podcast comedian conrad molden the three of us will be chatting about another vexing issue for foreigners in denmark and even some danes too yantelown it can make you feel all sorts of ways but we'll make sure at least one of them is a laugh and here's a sneak preview for you now I'm just imagining the Danish version of cribs. Can you imagine? Ooh. Oh, welcome in. Uh, a bathroom is a uh, toilet separate yeah. from the shower <laughs> yeah. area, and the uh, sh- shower is broken. And um, here is the kitchen, not new, from uh, 1995. <laughs> Can you imagine just yeah. going around? Perfect. And who yeah. are you? I'm uh, actually the head of mask. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening and watching, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank hi, hi. Hi, hi.